Welcome back to Hallmark Hall of Shame. I'm Elena. I'm Janet. And we've done some things tonight. Wow. First, we started by... Secondly, we ended by... <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we ended the night by live-tweeting... A, a shoe sh- addict... A shoe addict's <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> um, which was our first live-tweeting experience. And it ended with me buying a coat. <laughs> I think that's that's the perfect way for it to end. And I'm shocked that it was you and not me. I know. <laughs> because I love winter th- coats. You really do. But you were the one who was like, that's a great coat. Yeah. And then thanks to Lisa from Girl Gone Hallmark, we yeah. knew that it was on sale. Amazing. And it was really on sale. It was a great deal. Was I was expecting that to be not a great sale. Yeah. It was at least about 60% off. Yeah. And apparently Candace Cameron has also worn that coat in a Hallmark's Movies and Mysteries movie, which is how Lisa already knew where it was. Because she was like, I've been, I've been eyeing it. I mean, do we have a new best friend? <laughs> I mean, Lisa, <laughs> get that coat, girl. Are you going to replace me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm really happy for you. I mean, I hope it works out. I have a camel coat, so I cannot justify buying a new one, but... I do not. My only worry is that people will start to confuse me again for Candace Cameron. <laughs> 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 Which... At this point in my life, would be just the biggest compliment. And just come so. back around. Come right back around. It's all I want in life now. Um, that is how we finish the evening. So go check that out on HHOS Podcast is our Twitter. But just you can just you can figure it out on Twitter. <laughs> we um, trust you. You're doing great. You can just type in Hallmark Hall of Shame. Yeah. Into a search no bar. Problem. Come on, Mom. Yeah. We. We had we had fun with that one though. Yeah, it was quite a ride. There, yeah, there were definitely some what there moments. Were, there were some hot firefighters. There was some time traveling shoes, magic shoes. <laughs> there was Candace Cameron Bure being pretty chill about like having a mystical lady named Charlie. Being chill about things you shouldn't be chill about, and being not <laughs> chill about things you should be chill about. Yeah. Which I get. I've been that girl. We've all... <laughs> We've all been there. Wrongly chilled. Yeah. She was visited by the ghost of Christmas sweaters past. <laughs> and figured out how to get our life together. The ghost of your school secretary. In the- <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I... Who takes doctor's notes way too seriously because they're her only purview. And we're like, <laughs> I know that about you and I'm 12. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about you, Mrs. Borden. <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> Great. Um, um, I just wish that we had more for Lorna in that film. Who was Lorna? Exactly. But she oh, deserved the friend. more. She tried to buy her way into that movie. She <laughs> Hard. <laughs> she gave the most incredible gifts. She set her up with a job immediately. Like, she is, I tweeted this, like, the life coach and secret Santa I want. Yeah. She was giving her shoes. 
She gave her a zoom yeah. lens for, for like a nice camera. Yeah, she deserves her own movie about how she got her shit together. Exactly. And then at the gala at the very end of it, Candace Cameron shows up in this beautiful red dress. And mm-hmm. Lorna's like, oh my gosh, that dress looks amazing on you. And uh, Candace Cameron's like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, Alex gave it to me. Lorna also looked amazing. Amazing. Something her friend did not mention. Nope, nary a word. Nope. And then at the end of the movie, we just see Lorna talking to Candace Cameron's dad. I was like, she is a full service friend. Just so keeping your parents company at the party. Pour one out for Lorna. That woman is everything. Yeah. Great job, Lorna. We appreciate you. Even though I forgot who you were. Yeah, she's the slay. She's every slay. Like she... <laughs> slay all day. Slay all day. Lorna. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me really happy. Um, should we talk about how we started the evening? Yes. Before we even arrived at this year. Well, let me put on some high-heeled shoes and go back in time. <laughs> Here, let me hand you some Sorel boots. Perfect. <laughs> I'll take you back to 4.30 this afternoon. All right. How we, like, started, started. We started by trying to enter our own Hallmark movie. <laughs> we went Christmas tree shopping. Yep. For me. Yeah. We went and bought my Christmas tree mm-hmm. um, at a beautiful garden center. It's stunning. I just love it there. Yeah, because, like, the gift shop of it isn't, like, Home Depot. It is, like, an amazing boutique you want to hang out in. It's the opposite of Home Depot, yeah. Yeah. They sell, like, throw rugs and jewelry and books. And, and like, hippie sheets stuff. It's really great. Fun signs for your wall. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, ten months out of the year... It's just a, gar- a normal garden center. But then in November and December, it turns into a Christmas tree bonanza. And it mm-hmm. smells amazing. It the, really did. When you, lo- when you walk down the sidewalk, it's like lined with Christmas trees outside the store. So even if you're not going into the place, just walking down the mm-hmm. street past it is like walking through a winter wonderland. That's I love amazing. it. I've lived by it for <clears throat> six years and it's my favorite thing. And this was a new experience for me because I typically, I grew up with a fake tree uh-huh. and then started decorating a ladder, which has caught on with a couple people. <laughs> there are now three of us who decorate a Christmas ladder, mm-hmm. which is just so literally easy. literally three of us. <laughs> I think, I mean, maybe you're the fourth out there, listener. But yeah, decorate a ladder, super fun. Um, but I hadn't had this experience, which was so intriguing to me. I was really excited about putting the tree into the netting basket. Yeah. Which Gord- the Gordon's fisherman was like, you don't need to do this. But he was dressed exactly like the Gordon's fisherman. That's true. <laughs> and he handled that little tree like it was a giant fish. <laughs> and then started walking it out to a car, but not our car. Just walking it out. Just taking it out. It took us so long and so many times of both of us being like, we're going this way. We're going, the car's the opposite way. We're going the other way. And then Back just, this way. I just walked up with like kind eye contact and took it out of his arms. <laughs> it wasn't even like, I just stopped talking at that point. Give us the tree, man. Right. Um, but we did have a disagreement. Oh boy, did we. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't, 
We couldn't there are disagree some trees. more. There are some trees that are hanging from ropes oh, yeah, yeah. from scaffolding <laughs> that Janet lovingly refers to as tree chandeliers. Uh-huh. I see a tree gallows. So we definitely have different pictures of what those swinging roped trees <laughs> look like. Um, I don't know. Maybe if I grew up with real trees and that being a part of my experience, I wouldn't have this like, that looks weird and terrifying. But it does. Um, I grew up with real trees. My parents always get a real tree. Mm-hmm. But strangely... We have no tradition surrounding the tree. It felt like every time we would be like, all right, we'll get the tree tonight. We were starting from scratch. We're like, where should we go? What do we want? (laughs) Who's selling trees this year? And we live in a very small town. So you would think that we would just have bought a tree at the same place every year. Yeah. But it was like every year we're like, oh, I heard this farm has them this year. It was like we just... And you always went to a farm? Sometimes we went to farms. Okay. Other times we did not. Sometimes we would just go to like a grocery store. It was very, I don't know. Huh. I don't know why we just couldn't ever decide what to do. The only constant was that I got to pick out the tree. Wow. Your family really defaults to you on a lot of Christmas stuff. What's the other stuff? You wrap every single present in that house. Well, that's... That's different. I would say letting me pick out the tree is like, yeah, a favor to me as the youngest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me wrapping all the presents is like a weird preference that I have. That everybody's like, oh, okay, that's fine. We like it's me yeah. working <laughs> for them. <laughs> yeah, but they default to you. Yeah, on all of that. Yeah. Do you also make probably pies? I do. This is a gift. Not of yours? as often as you would think. A lot of times when I'm home, I'll make a pie. <laughs> Sometimes I don't. Good story. Good story. <laughs> Keeping us on the edge of our seats. I It doesn't always turn out that well um, in my parents' oven, and it makes me really mad. I recently ran across a recipe for a pie that I was like, I think I could make that. And I wonder if it would be like nice if someone made you a pie or if it would be infuriating like when someone gives you a badly wrapped gift no i love it like uh exactly one person in my life has ever given me a scarf Mm. and i just treasure it because no one ever makes me stuff because i make everything yeah because i have so many scarves that i have made myself um Mm. yeah and somebody made me a scarf it was just the nicest thing okay well maybe i'll give it a shot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not not promising anything. It's different. So did I ever, so I had an experience one time when I was home for Thanksgiving and I was going to make a pie and it really started out like a Hallmark movie and then didn't. Because um, were you flirt flower throwing? <laughs> I had a flower fight. Okay. <laughs> in an as yet unopened, is it in an unopened bakery? No, mm-hmm. I. Uh, I was going to make a pie. It was sort of a last minute decision. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to run out to the store and get some stuff. My mom was like, oh, well, since you're making it for us, like I'll, I'll pay for it. So she gave me her debit card. Um, what you need to know is that my mom has like weird, well, 
it's whatever. She puts like very strict spending limits on her debit card. Um, some might say too strict, um, but it's like a weekly or, or daily even limit. But because of the way like charges post your account, a lot of times she's like, oh, I'm good for this week. And she's not. <laughs> so it's a problem. Okay. Um, so you can see where this is going. So she grabbed, she I, like grabbed her debit card and the car keys and ran to the store and did not take any of my own stuff because it's like a three minute trip. Had all the things, um, was checking out and then ran the credit card. It was declined. They tried it again. It was declined again. And I was like, Oh, this is so embarrassing. I was like, I don't have my wallet. I really just grabbed, but I was like, I live four minutes away. Mm-hmm. Can you just keep all this here? And like, <laughs> I'll be right back. I'll be right. <laughs> well, I was like, you know, like keep the things in a bag, like not right. hold up the line, obviously. Sure. Um, and and then and the the checkout girl was like, "Is it food stamps?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> it's just my mom with her spending habits, um, or lack thereof." But so is it like grabbing my keys and about to go home, and then from behind me I hear Janet, Janet Potter. <laughs> just the way you lowered your voice I got so excited about this story I turn around and who's in line behind me I don't know the childhood friend okay. did we get married at second grade recess yes um, I haven't been in touch with him since high school great guy um, and he was like, let me, uh, let me buy these groceries for you. And I was like, I am so, I'm so embarrassed. Um, but also yeah, thank you. Yes. That is like the best option right now. <laughs> so, and th- so then he was like, oh, what are you making? I was like, oh, I'm making a pie. And he's like, looks great. Come on over. And we started, slice. <laughs> we sort of chit chat. And, um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I make a lot of pies. And he was like, oh, you got to make me one sometime. And I was like, yeah, next time I'm home, I'll make you guys a pie. P.S. Is married and has two children. Janet, you should have led with that. I know. That is an annoying detail. I know. And also, but- congratulations. Mm-hmm. So, but it was this very, like, hometown scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I got home, told everybody the story, and was like, guess who just bought our pie, folks? <laughs> um, Shoot. Not going back to your hometown and running into high school friends at the grocery store is not always the meat cute that you want it to be. Yeah. Sometimes it's a meat weird. <laughs> Sometimes it's the meat weird. It's the meat weird. <laughs> Anyway, I also went to a Christmas tree lighting in my neighborhood in Chicago, which is, as I said, I said this numerous times before my phone died. I have no idea if this got out to the world in our Instagram stories, but my neighborhood has been compared to the Stars Hollow from Gilmore Girls. Um, okay. But really only in shops. Mm-hmm. I don't really know my neighbors, but whatever. Um, but the, the tree lighting was fun but it was late so yeah like the crowd started getting a little restless and there were some high schoolers who were singing rudolph and people were just like light the tree <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like there's the city yeah <laughs> there's the difference 
I don't get tree lightings. But you love a good tree chandelier. Mm-hmm. So there are some things you love and some things I love. I love walking around Gethsemane Garden Center in Chicago, Illinois. Yep, it's great. It's great. Um, so Lots watched- of helpful employees. As Elena said, so many of the guys there were like, do you need help? Are you finding everything okay? And we're like, yep, 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 yep. Because I was there. I got there early. So I was there for about 15 minutes before Elena. And probably like four different employees asked me if I needed help. And I was just like, no. And then as we were leaving, Elena was like, oh, we should. These are our one true loves. Like we should have been flirting with these tree guys. <laughs> If we've learned anything from home. Yeah, what are we doing? This is where we fall in love. <laughs> um, so it was a big fail on my part, but I did get a nice tree. You did. That you we're did now nice. sitting, basking in the glow of. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's the one that I named the little tin soldier mm-hmm. of the lot. Yeah. Um, but we also watched another Hallmark movie. We did. Called, do you have any idea? Reunited at Christmas. <laughs> Reunited at Christmas. <laughs> I totally blanked on it. Um, what if the movie was called Do You Have Any Idea? <laughs> yes. What would that Hallmark <laughs> movie be, be about? Memory Loss at Christmas, which <laughs> we actually have seen that one where he gets amnesia. Oh, yeah. We've actually seen that one. It's not called that, but it would, I wish it was, it was a Christmas to remember. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any idea who you are on Christmas? Uh, who are you on Christmas? Yeah, so we watched Reunited at Christmas. Reunited at Christmas. Real lovely. Just a lovely family tale. Lovely tale. Um, It started with a really nice flashback. Uh Like the filming of it felt so warm and lovely. And then cuts to New York. And uh uh-oh, she's dating a guy in New York. Simon. And we all know that that means he's going to be horrible. Surprise, he's not. Yeah. Simon's amazing. Yeah. And early on, mm-hmm. I said, I don't think I wrote it down. I was like, oh, I, Simon's a good boyfriend. Yeah. What's happening here? I said, well, too bad she's going to have to break up with him when she goes home. And you're like, no, I think he's sticking around. Yeah. Janet called it. Called it. Simon says, you can stay. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was so great. Um, and it was really... Interesting to have a Hallmark movie about a relationship in progress. Yeah. Instead I'm of. On board. Yeah. And I thought it, they did it. I mean, there was still like tension and drama, but it was, you could, you could feel the, like the affection and love they had for each other mm-hmm. and their compatibility was really obvious. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh. I think. Reunited Christmas and Shoe Addict's Christmas both had this in common where the main character was like, I have some issues to deal with. <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of great. Yeah. Way to evolve mm-hmm. characters. It actually made me wonder if there was like a, not a pre like a prequel that we missed, like a first movie that we mm. missed about them getting together. But then I don't think so because they went to such great lengths to tell us about when they met. That's true. That's true. And I don't know. So if if we're wrong about that, let us know. But, um, yeah. Um, I really thought that her parents were going to get back together. Um, which I would, I kind of would have loved. I love I think a good parent trap. I sort of did. I mean, they didn't make out. They did not make out. 
Did you want to see them make out? <laughs> yes. I think that would have been very satisfying storytelling. Okay. To have that, like, mistletoe moment for her parents. Yeah. That would have been so sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the movie, basically, is that uh, Sam, who is a woman, um, Sam's grandmother had died at some point in the within the year after august yeah but her it was in her like will that the family spend one last christmas at her house and then she gave them a list of things to do that they had always all done together um uh but sam's parents are divorced but they both do come back for it and they got divorced like after the girls moved out yeah um so they had spent all the childhood memories there. So yeah. So there really was like a coming back to that Yeah. For them. But they'd been divorced for about six years. Um, and yeah. And then Sam brings her boyfriend, Simon. So yeah. Because then at the end, when they're like, we'll all be back here next year, the mom says kind of like, hmm, maybe we'll see. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, yeah, I wanted more than that. Yeah. But okay. Fine. I think you only get one get together. I can have as many as I want. Well, <laughs> you didn't get it. I didn't this time, but <laughs> it's fine. I'll get over it. Um, okay. Yeah. I, for, for this family, it worked out. But I think in a lot of situations, if someone, if your grandmother dies Mm -hmm. and then leaves a detailed description of how you must spend the following Christmas, I don't like it. What? It's a little... I mean, what if they don't want to? <laughs> well, I don't know. She's like, she's like sort of invitation. like, this is my final wish, is that I want you to do all to come to this house and do yeah. this list of ten things. And blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And I, I was just kind of like, so close. but that's the thing. For this family, it worked. But in a lot of situations, I just think that would not be good. Okay. Not a good move. Okay. Interesting. I was surprised for, like, how close they all seemed to be to her. Mm-hmm. How little emotion there was for them to be back there yes. doing all of this. Like, that was shocking. They were just like, oh, she wants us to make cookies. Let's go do it. And yeah. not, like, sobbing through yeah. the entire process. Those gingerbreads would have been soup <laughs> if I had been the one making them. And at one point, like, a courier shows up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, we got a letter from Graham's lawyer. I'm like, okay, that's obviously a big thing, like a big plot right. development. Like, and then they're like, oh, it's a, and then they open it. And they're like, oh, it's a letter. I'm like, what did you think it was going to be? Anna. And then it's like, it was a letter that was printed out from a computer, but in like handwriting font. Yeah, that's definitely going to be my homework color shame. That was <laughs> it's very stupid. Very stupid. Um, 
Yeah. For people who are so willing to follow her every direction, they're all kind of like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're in it. It's like, yeah, this would be a very somber occasion. Right. And just the nostalgia of it. And like, grief is a natural process. It's okay to let us see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably very validating to people who are going through that at this time of year. Yeah. Because then, to skip to the end, she also, like, had Christmas presents for all of them. Mm-hmm. And again, when they open them, and they're all very personal and very thoughtful, they're all like, "Oh, That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> what? It reminds me of the year that I, like, studied abroad in college, but sent Christmas presents home. Mm-hmm. And they took a video of them opening them and sending them to me. And they're like, "Oh, Janet. But I was like, <laughs> it's just because I was across the pond. Right. I was not posthumously not giving gone. them my <laughs> recipes. <laughs> right. And like very, very sentimental, nostalgic gifts. Yeah. That, I just... But then again, there was something. Oh, she gave the dad. Well, her son, the main character's dad, uh, a sign that says like, welcome to the Murphys or something. Which is, and he had been planning to sell the house. Mm-hmm. And, so, and then she, he was like, oh, I guess she knew I, there was no way I would ever sell it. I'm like, what if you were? Yeah. And then you get that from your late mother. That's a really, <laughs> that's, that's. He can put that sign, though, on his current home. Sure. Just saying. But I think the intention yeah, that's was a clear. Bummer. It Definitely could be a, a real, like. Oh, but also I guess don't I sell that house. Dis- <laughs> I know it kept being like, "Well, it's a little run down," and I was like, "No, it's not. It's the prettiest house Stunning. in the world." Stunning. You obviously keep please. the house. <laughs> keep your New um, England mansion, please. Yeah, I'm really worried about how they're handling their grief. <laughs> like, there's definitely there maybe be some therapy. Well, because therapy. They, I don't therapy. Know why I said it like that. Get some therapy. Get some okay? therapy. Um, they do mention that like the. The main couple does get engaged, and they're like, what would you guys think of a Christmas wedding next year? So maybe next year there'll be a sequel where those two get married, but then the whole family is falling apart. We're crying because they're finally they've, dealing. they've finally gotten past the second stage of grief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> and they'll be like, man, remember last Christmas when we were just walking around in a fog? <laughs> Laughing at everything. Like Christmas zombies. But grief. Just making gingerbread cookies until our fingers were numb. (laughs) I couldn't feel anything. (laughs) Uh, Great stuff. Yeah. Um, I liked this lead, though. Yeah, she was. I liked both of them. Yeah. I liked both of them a lot. Yeah, I liked the dude. I liked the dude a lot. Mm -hmm. He looked pretty good. Okay. <laughs> he had. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think they do a lot of, like, as the uh, like a lot of the romantic leads in, this, in these movies are more in their, like, like maybe mid-30s, late-30s. But they're still, like, extremely ripped. Yeah. They're sort of, like, men who are, like, wishing they were 25. And this guy just looked like a 35-year-old. Like. Yeah, which, de- so he... 
I, I felt like he had some... He had some gray hair. Some graying coming in. Yeah. Um, he had a, Which is what made me think she was older. And then it really threw me off <laughs> when she was like, yeah, I would sit over there in the dining, in this diner with my laptop in high school. And I'm like, you had a laptop in high school? Mm-hmm. The timing of that doesn't work out in my brain. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of like when the earliest... I would say people started having laptops when I was in college. Yeah. Like everybody. And even high schoolers? No. Well, but yeah, like that's when laptops just like sort of replaced desktops. Mm-hmm. And that was only <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> that was um, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? So somebody could have been in high school 15 years ago and been an adult in this movie. So bonkers to me. That's the moment I felt old, Hallmark. <laughs> Screw you. Thanks, Hallmark. I'm dealing with my grief. Pretty soon. I'm in a stage of anger. Writing me letters. It's like, this is the podcast I want you to do. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Mission of typewriters, like I had. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah. So Simon was great. And he he was just a really good boyfriend. Because he proposes to Sam. Mm-hmm. She says yes. Because he proposes to her like, oh no, they're on the porch. And her whole family, her runs, whole out. family runs out. And she's like, okay, yes. And then soon after, like the next day, she's you know, like, you know, actually, I'm just not sure. This is really fast. I, we've never talked about it. Yeah. All very legitimate Um Concerns, Concerns. Which I will say that that's the only, like, eh, I don't know if he's the best boyfriend. Because I feel like you should have talked about that. Yeah. In fact, I know you should have talked about that before yeah. you proposed. But he is pretty, when she's like, I said yes, but I'm not actually sure. He's, fair, he's fairly understanding. Like, he's yeah. a little bit, um, he's not happy about it, but I guess you wouldn't expect him to be. But he is a trooper. And he's like, all right, well, what do you need to know? Like, what What do you want to talk about? How much time? And you can tell that he's getting wounded. And yeah. then her sister has a talk that's like, you know, our parents' divorce really rocked her world. And it's like the same time that her fiancé dumped her on Christmas Eve. So she's like super gun shy about yeah. this commitment. And he's like, oh, I didn't realize he left her on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I'm like, it seems like you would have talked about that too. Yeah. They'd been together for a year. That's a lot. I feel like it would have come up. Yeah. But they have not yet spent a Christmas together. They, they met, met on Christmas They met Eve. on Christmas Eve. But you wouldn't hit him with that story right away. But you would have brought up the fact that you were engaged. Yeah. You would have talked through that after a year. And at the beginning, the reason I wasn't sure that he was sticking around was because I was like, I'm not sure if he really knows her. Mm. There, But that can also be... Just how she doesn't process her emotions because she couldn't delve into grief. She couldn't, like, maybe there's just, like, this intimate Very, part of herself that yeah. she wasn't giving access to. Because <laughs> they also don't really talk to each other. Like, yeah. he's an up-and-coming reporter right. and he wants an anchor job. And because he's uh, spending Christmas with her family, he gets a call from his producer who wants to assign him this story, like a human interest story. And he's like, it actually takes place in your town. 
so they assigned it to me uh, and it's going to air on Christmas Eve. And it's like this big break for him. And she at no point asks him what the story is. Not a single time. And she's like, that's great. I mean, she's very supportive and seems interested. But she's like, that's great. That's so good for you. And he's like, yeah, it's going to be really good for me. And it's like, what's the story? Top morning glory. <laughs> Chat. <laughs> and I mean, that was all in service. I thought it was going to be more in service of the plot, though. Like, yeah, I thought I it was going to end up being about, like, her ex-fiance. I or, totally like, thought that's what it was going to be. And it just... It wasn't. It was just mm-hmm. about this couple in the town. <laughs> <laughs> who regretted not getting married earlier. Yeah, who had, like, fell in love when they were younger, drifted apart, and then got back together 40 years later. And were were they getting married or were they celebrating they their one-year anniversary? One-year anniversary. They got married yeah. a year earlier. Oh, because this is the other thing I thought was funny. So that couple, the one in the story, met uh, when they were both at the Empire State Building taking pictures. Yep. Which is a great, that's a very cute place to meet. Um, Sam and Simon met. Sam at Rock- and Simon, who named them? <laughs> they met at Rockefeller Center. Yep. Looking at Christmas, looking at the tree. Because they didn't go home for the holidays last year. Yeah. So it's like every, the two people in this movie who meet at New York City landmarks. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> The writer was just really just, into old Where we're headed this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even meet a guy at a Christmas tree shop. I love it. Yeah, so I would say, for those of you listening who are in a relationship and need some advice, talk to each other. Talk. Tell each other some details about your life. Yeah, just like <laughs> chat. Just just like have a nice little chat. Ask follow-up questions. Ooh, good. Use your reporter skills. Yeah. Ask questions of your fiance (laughs) or significant other. Here's here's what here. Let's role play. Okay. Who am I? Um, you're you. Okay. Who are you? Um, your boyfriend. Oh. Hey. Hey, Lainey. (laughs) How was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was. It was great. Um, we played this game, though, where you hold on to, to something, and when the light turns green, you have to push a button. And if you're the last one, you get shocked. And I got shocked. Okay. Time for dinner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I feel like that wasn't a good boyfriend. You're d- <laughs> no, that was me. That being, was you being a bad Yeah, one? that was me being a bad Oh, boyfriend. I thought we were doing a how we... <laughs> We're doing a how to, and I was like, no. Janet, no. Okay, okay, I no. could have been worse, though. I would have left out that shock story. <laughs> it was quite a time, though. Okay, now I'll be a good boyfriend. Okay, Elena, you can still call me Lainey. Lainey, yeah, how was, yeah your Thanksgiving? <laughs> how was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was great. Oh, I I'm so glad. You. Oh, I miss you. <laughs> Tell me about your day. That was fun. What was um, your favorite we, part? <laughs> we ended up playing a lot of games. Oh, you love games. I do love games. <laughs> yeah, you're a good boyfriend. <laughs> it's like when I got you that chair. Yeah, that I'm sitting and it makes noises. Yeah, sorry about the noisy chair. Um, so that was just just say, hey, if you're listening in your boyfriend, <laughs> which boyfriend do you have? If you have the first one, cut him loose. Or maybe just talk to him. 
But also, what a great girlfriend I was in both of these stories. <laughs> both of these scenarios. Why don't we spend Thanksgiving together? <laughs> I don't know. I'm hmm. worried about us. It's because my, my mom doesn't like you. What? How's that possible? I had a conversation recently with someone about how... They don't like me. <laughs> Janet, don't tell me this way. Wait till the microphone's off. <laughs> no, about how the my mom doesn't like you is such a masterful play because there's no way to respond to it without like insulting either the mother or the person. Mm-hmm. So you just have to take it or it's, get into a fight. Well, it seems like a power move. I feel like if you're revealing that information in that way, that is part of the breakup. Maybe. I feel like you would say, my mother's having a hard time with our relationship. If you actually want to stay in the relationship. You wouldn't be like, she doesn't like you. That's the thing. It's That's why it's such a horrible thing to say. It's because there's no way to move forward with from it constructively. Yeah. You just have to like absorb the information or realize that the person telling it is not is it great big old dick yeah yeah get out of that dick relationship <laughs> yeah have you ever had a conversation where you told someone that you don't like the person that they're with uh no not since fifth grade do you think that's your place well it highly depends on the person obviously okay because I've definitely had those. <laughs> and not, I tried, I haven't done them like, I don't like who you're with, but I've, yeah. been like, I've definitely been like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking here? I've had a conversation where I've been like, here are some things I've noticed that I'm, I find troubling. Mm-hmm. Do you not? Or have you not? Have you noticed them? And in every, well, not, it doesn't happen all the time. But in that situation, um, the person was like, oh, yes, yes, I know that. And we've talked about it. And here's what okay. I think about it. So it was good. And I, yeah. um, I tried not to be like, oh, this guy's bad. No, no, no. I was just mm-hmm. like, here's why I'm not on board. Or I'm concerned about it. And then I was like, oh, okay, I see that you're handling it. Or, like, it's not, you know, you're not blind to it, I guess. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever just been like, uh, hey, no, bad news, don't do that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say that. <laughs> um, but one of them I did start with, hey, I had this weird dream the other night. <laughs> Where I killed your boyfriend. Where I slapped them. Wow. And it felt really appropriate to do so. And I just made me real. And when I told you about it later in the dream, I was like, this person hurts people. Oh. What do you think of that dream? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Masterfully done. I'm a lot. I definitely have had friends where they knew I didn't like their boyfriends. And I was mm-hmm. just like, we don't have to have this conversation because I obviously don't like your boyfriend. 
but I was never like, it was never anything serious enough where I was like this, I need to address this with you. I was just like, well, all right, you're doing this thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Get it out of your system. <laughs> Let me know when we're done. Yeah. Well, that was a fun detour. Yeah. Hopefully we've all learned from this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about? I mean, Sam and Simon meeting at, <laughs> meeting that Rockefeller center. Um, I did like that the mom and dad were a cop and a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's that's a fun little duo. Yeah. It's like uh, law, law and order. Either. I want that for them. Except he's retired and she's not. Yeah. Which is why he's just like working on the house. And she's still emailing her assistant. It seemed like that will work, though. It oh, yeah. It seemed like it was because both of them were working crazy hours. Yeah. But if only one of them is, and she's already in the place she wants to be. Yeah, because I think she was trying to make partner. And now I think she mm-hmm. is a partner. Because even at one point, she was like on her laptop. And she's like, oh, I'm just emailing my assistant. She's closing up the office for the holidays. And I was like, that poor assistant. You've been yeah. at your ex-husband's mom's house <laughs> in Vermont for four days already. <laughs> I was like, hot tip, your assistant's not at the office. (laughs) (laughs) She's working a sweet 10 to 3 day (laughs) with a two-hour lunch. (laughs) To hit the shafts on Michigan. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's amazing. That's all I got. Yeah. I will, so... Sounds like it's not all you got. Okay, so (laughs) Sam... um, yeah, so eventually Simon is like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like, because mm-hmm. uh, they had been lying to their family and saying that they were still engaged just because they didn't want to, like, have a breakup at the family Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then Simon is finally like, okay, no, I don't want to do this. This sucks. And he, like, leaves. And that's when she finally is like, guys, we broke up. We actually weren't engaged, etc." And then her mom, so then she, like, well, it all happens at a party, but she mostly is talking to her mom and she's just kind of like, but what about you and dad? Like you were married for 20 years and then got divorced. So, and I think that's an extremely real moment because yeah, if you can make a marriage work for 20 some years and then it's over (laughs) then it's like, then how can any, anybody ever be sure of anything? And her mom is kind of like, honey, like, if you love each other, you got to try. Um, and she says, I don't regret a single minute with your father. Which is very weird. But I, what? I know, because it's like, well, I sort of hope that you do. Because yeah. otherwise, why do you get divorced? Why did you get a divorce? It's like we had 20 years of bliss, and then we were just like, ah, stop. And then it was like they just got busy. It yeah. wasn't like they got super mad yeah they just got really busy. they grew apart yeah there was a better way for her to say that where she's like you know your father and i marriage is hard and we worked at it for 20 years sometimes mm-hmm. it worked and sometimes it didn't but i never regret that we tried or that like, we janet that was beautiful <laughs> thank you that's a way better way to do it i got it from ariana grande's thank you next oh <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> um 
And so, but she has that little talk with her mom, which is pretty meaningful. And her mm-hmm. mom's kind of like, you know, don't let us be make you scared. Don't let Paul make you scared. And then she's so immediately, it's just like, okay, I got to marry. And she like runs out and it's like, runs in like Conway. She's like, I got to see you come back to the house. And then she's like, I am ready to get married. I was like, that was a fast turnaround. It was. And I also just wish that you'd had that talk with your mom at any point in the last five days when you were at the house together. Or in the last six years. Or in the last six years. It seems like a really valuable conversation to have at the beginning of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sam. Yeah. Um, Hall of Shame, Hall of Fame? Yeah. Hall of Shame is the font on that letter for me. Um, but I'll give another one that he, that they didn't talk. So we've I talked about both of them, but the lack of <laughs> communication in the relationship and the font instead of a handwritten letter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have a big hall of shame. Like, maybe it's the mom's hair. Hmm. Sam and her sister both had really nice hair. And then they yeah, start, they styled girls. the mom kind of weird. She looked like... She felt like the mom in Six Feet Under. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been... And she's like a super successful lawyer. Yeah. Like, you don't have to make her... You don't have to give her a Hallmark curls. Give her a bob. But you could make her like a cool, lo- successful lawyer. Yeah. Do it. Who was... <clears throat> Badass mom. Anyway. Um, oh, I have one that I don't know if it should be a shame or a fame. But at the very beginning, we have Mark. Oh, my gosh. Wreath. This was my... And I, I also... I just looked at it on my list, and I was like, I don't know if this is a fame or shame. It's so... It's both. <laughs> so I have to, like, have this new category for it. But the sister's husband... She turns to him and was like, Mark made a wreath. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, Mark. It is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's like, looks very fake. Um, he clearly bought it. It's, <laughs> and they already have a wreath on every single window of the entire first floor of the house. <laughs> they all. Every single one. And they all match. Yeah. I don't know where that wreath is going. They were all so happy about it, though. Yeah. And then... Mark has to go do something like bring in the luggage and he turns to Simon and he's like, can you hold this? And Simon goes, I'd be honored. <laughs> I'd be honored? I'd be honored. To hold it's, the wreath? It's such a boyfriend at his girlfriend's family's house for Christmas thing to say. <laughs> it's like, I would love to hold this wreath, It's Mark. like that, that moment of it. And it was so small. I don't know that anyone else caught it except for like these two giggling in the room. <laughs> but... That felt that it was a yeah. fame. The wreath in and of itself felt shame. Like, why yeah. is that happening? Yeah. Yeah. I have never seen somebody show up with a gift wreath. I don't yeah. know. It's a personal gift. <laughs> it's a real presumption. Go with a candle, Mark. Go with a candle. Yeah. And it's also, it's like, it's decor. Like, don't, I try, I would never give somebody else decor. Yeah. Because it can, it's very personal. He made it. I did watch a man making wreaths today at Gethsemane Garden Center in Chicago, oh. Illinois. I should have married that guy. <laughs> I don't. I, 
Hey. I don't. I would love a handmade wreath from someone other than Mark. <laughs> there, uh, but there. I would love if Mark. Mark's the guy who shows up with your and you're like, Mark, what? Aww. <laughs> Mark was a real wild card for me in yeah. the whole time. Mark is my hall, my whole Hall of Fame. There was like another moment where someone said something and he was like, yes. <laughs> but it wasn't yes. It was something else like, okay. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it was. Yeah. It just felt like, what's Mark's backstory? Mark knew what his job was in this movie and he was happy to do it. Mm. He's like, I would just sit here next to the sister. But I've got I don't, one line every 20 minutes. I don't know their relationship. Yeah. It's like Mark just does stuff around the house. And she lives there too. Like, they aren't, <laughs> they didn't feel like a married couple to me. Yeah. Man, the relationships on this one were just like off a dial. Just yeah. click. Not <laughs> quite there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just nip and tuck. Just... Nip and tuck. <laughs> duck and roll. Just duck and roll right out of that family. <laughs> Something's off. Not, not sure what it is yet. Um, but another, like, actual full-on fame is her look at the end of the movie. I love her black dress. The sleeves had the kind of like a shawl type effect mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. Um, it was just a little LBD, little black dress. NBD, no big deal. NBD, NBD. Um, and this, like, really lovely silver, like, snowflake star necklace. Yeah, that was a really pretty necklace. And it, and then she had this, like, swept up updo mm-hmm. that was loose and lovely. It was such a great look. Yeah. That is holiday glamour realness yeah. that I would love to pull off. That's what we all think we look like at our holiday parties. But I never do. Well, now you're going to get that coat. Fingers crossed that I become the Hallmark heroine we're all dreaming to be. (laughs) With better writers. No, you just need a tiny, tiny scarf. No, I will do a better scarf for you. Thank you. No, for me, but you'll be happy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. What's your fame? Um, My fame was Mark. Oh, great. Yeah. God bless him. Everyone. Everyone. All right. Well, bye. (laughs) (laughs) We did it, okay? We did it. You're welcome. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) How was your Thanksgiving trip? It was weird. Okay. All right, bye. Bye. (laughs)